Chapter 9, Evac Walking through the woods to the cave was spooky. The pines and ferns enshrouded with the ever-present fog swirling around them gave a movie-set feel for one of the grimmer Grimm's fairy tales. Wingnut was snorting as he related the story he had promised to tell me during last week's fire drill. My dad told me that when he was in school after World War II, they had air raid drills, and they couldn't talk or laugh or breathe almost. Sounds familiar, I mumbled, tripping over a rotten log. The all-clear sound was a gong, you know. Gong! My father was sort of the class clown, and he couldn't help himself, and he whispered to his friend, That was the sound of the bomb hitting the Empire State Building. They started to laugh and couldn't stop and got into big trouble, lots of detention. To pay tribute to his dad, Wing started to laugh uncontrollably, stopping when a branch slapped him in the face. The cave loomed ahead. Flashlights in hand, we entered. Five beams bounced around the far walls of the chamber. Stop pushing me, you oaf! Ratchet shoved her elbow into Wingnut's middle. She pushed her glasses up her nose, arranged her braids, and continued to pick her way around the boulders at the entrance to the cave. I spotted Wing bringing his arm back, ready to deliver a powerhouse punch to any part of Ratchet he could land on. I tripped on a stone, but reached him just in time, grabbing his arm. Wing and Ratchet were not the best match among the buccaneers. Stop, I hissed. Can't you two stow it for a half hour? Stow it, chuckled Wing. Spirit of John Buckley taking you over? Shut up. You are an oaf. We had made it inside. The cave was just a high-ceilinged chamber about 20 by 40 feet. Bletch and Snap were a well-oiled team. Bletch's voice had already changed, and his deep baritone bounced off the cave walls. There's another room, you know. What? came a chorus from the rest of us, sounding hollow with a faint echo, as is common in caves. Yeah, Snap and me found it one day when we were exploring. Where? Snap pointed and Bletch headed for a solid wall. We all stared, craning our necks to see an opening in the wall of the cave. Bletch knelt and disappeared. Oh, chorused the group. Ratchet screamed, He's disappeared! I knew this stupid cave was haunted! Now you've done it! She flung at Snap. You're... Your precious boyfriend is just in the next chamber. Hmm. Boyfriend, what do you know? I wonder if Bletch knows. As if by signal, Bletch calmed everyone's fears, yelling up to the group, Come on and take a look. Hmm. Red-faced in the beam of my flashlight, Ratchet looked down the hole by the back wall of the cave. We had never explored the back of the cave. We didn't come here often because we used our clubhouse on the beach. It was a bit of a hike through the woods to get here. The floor to the cave did begin to dip toward the back wall about seven feet from that wall. Partially hidden behind a small scattering of rocks was an opening. 
Circling it, we aimed our flashlights into the hole, blinding Bletch, who uttered a muffled jerks, and possibly a few other words Father Felix told us would be a direct ticket to hell. The drop into that chamber was about six feet. Come on down, Bletch invited. One by one, we descended into the next chamber. Do you think this is where John Buckley hid his loot? Wing asked. Is this the only other chamber? I asked. We don't know, said Snap. We just didn't look past here. Seemed dangerous to do without anyone knowing we were in the cave. Good thinking, I agreed. Okay, let's get down to business. The oath, please. We formed a circle, holding hands. This was a crazy stretch for this group. Snap, Bletch, and Wing really didn't want to hold hands, at least not with each other. In fact, it usually took a few minutes of slapping each other to get order. Heads bent, we repeated, no lies, only facts, good deeds, best friends. The words echoed slightly, leaving a trace of a ringing in my ears. Breaking handholds, we all gave a single clap and found a spot to sit on the floor. The meeting has come to order. What do we know and what are we going to do? As club president, I called on each member. Wing. I didn't tell you, but... Oh, brother. Wing, what? I went to the clubhouse last night. I snuck out. My parents are really sound sleepers. You do that a lot, don't you? Ratchet sniffed. How else are you going to find stuff out? Before Ratchet could say another thing, I said, What did you see there? In my most patient voice. There was somebody shuffling and rooting around in the ashes. I was afraid, so I buried myself in the sand and watched. He, I think it was a he, left with a box. A box? We didn't have any boxes in there, right? I looked around at the other four. Are you sure? The others shook their heads. Nope. No. Don't remember any boxes. I looked at Wing. Anything else? No, said Wing after a brief hesitation. Next. Ratchet? You know I take pictures with my brownie camera. Everyone groaned. Ratchet was the class photographer. Well, I like to go down to the ferry dock after school when the five o'clock comes in. I take pictures of the Freddites. I'm thinking of asking your mom, Sprocket, if I could have a weekly column in the Foghorn. I'd take their pictures and interview them. Get to the point, Ratch. Yeah. It's that there are strangers sometimes. Seems funny that strangers come at five. They don't go anywhere. They hang out at the dock, looking at their watches, and then get back on the alert and go back to Maine or wherever they go. I've taken their pictures, and I will tell you, they are scary looking. So I don't let them see that I'm snapping them. Great, can you get us those snapshots? Of course. You know, I developed the film myself. Yeah, we know, said Wing a bit snidely. Shut up. This is important evidence, she shot back. Boy, 
I hope Wang and Ratchet never get married. She's right, Wang. I moved on to Bletch and Snap. Me and Snap have a theory. Let's hear it, we said in unison. Bletch and Snap were the class geniuses, so I was hoping for something profound. We've been watching the kids in our class to see if anybody's behavior has changed since the money was stolen. Snap picked up the story. Besides our own weird behavior, I noticed that attendance has dropped off for two kids, our own wingnut and Janet Blue Smoke. We know that Wing is just a stupid chronic truant, but we think Janet's absences are mysterious because her mother is the school nurse. So we think Janet may know something. What? We don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that is strange. I couldn't tell them about the threatening letter her mother received, and I hoped to find out more when I got home. We have enough to go on here. Let's take these leads, split up, and gather more info. Ratchet, continue what you are doing. Wing, since you are successful at sneaking out at night, continue your surveillance of the beach hut. Your parents are going to kill me. Snap and Bletch, you two and me. We're going to split up the school, students, and faculty. Yeah, the nuns and Father Felix. And we are going to watch them. Somebody knows something. The group did a short drum beat on the floor, sounding loud and a little ominous in the cave. Before we go, be careful. Look at what we have here. A thief, strange men on the ferry dock, and somebody scared enough to burn down our clubhouse. I'm scared too. But if we keep our eyes and ears open and stay together, we'll solve this. No fighting. I looked at Wing and Ratchet. We'll figure this out. Promise me you'll be careful. The group murmured their assent. We got up, brushing the dust from our clothes, and left the cave. Hovering behind a boulder in the newly discovered chamber, Janet Blue Smoke had heard the whole conversation. But what could she do about it? Should I tell them what I know? Should I tell mom? I'm trying to protect her. If I tell, I'll be in real trouble. I can't. I have to solve this myself, Janet thought. <laughs>